Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Frankly Speaking on Fridays podcast. I am your host, Frank Padorm. It is currently, well, what day is it? September 2nd, 2022, at 5.03 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes, I know, it has been a very, very long time, and I will get to that. And the fact that I'm doing it now is surprising and tremendous to me. And again, I'll explain why. But since it has been a long time, what have you all been up to? I've been able to talk to some of you since I've gone back into streaming with the time off that I've had. And I know that some of you are surviving, some of you are getting by, some of you are getting better. But I hope that you keep that stride, that encouragement, that courage even, going forth. Just keep, keep doing what you're doing. From what I can tell, the majority of you are doing quite fine. And I'm very happy to hear that. Just keep it going. Build that momentum. And do your best to not let life discourage you. Because it is very good at doing so when it wants to. And it's surprisingly effective, especially to the psyche. And that's something that I think we all need to focus on quite a bit. As of right now, what I want you all to do while you're continuing that momentum, make sure that your mental psyche is okay and that you are positive and you don't let things get to you and you don't let things cripple you more than what you would want them to because none of us deserve that. And I hope that, my dear listeners, that you are able to do that. You're able to strive forth, take it on the chin, take it with a grain of salt, and you're able to move on to the next thing. Because that, that's what counts. But again, if you are getting discouraged, if life is beating you down, and you're not entirely sure how to pick yourself up, well, maybe, um... Maybe this article, which I will be reading, will help present to you some options. It's a little bit abstract, but I know something that helps me whenever I'm a little bit down is that I go ahead and just, I take a shower. All honesty, I love being around, I love showers and spas and just hot water, just something to help relax the joints and the body, which then helps relax the mind. Kind of hard for me to do so with the long hair, but it is a comfort, I suppose. And when I am in the shower, I just try to think as logically as I can. I try not to let the emotions get in because the emotions distract you from what should be done. Or at least what options are available to you. So that's what I try to do. And once I try to create those small steps, maybe try and calculate a larger goal. Generally, the larger goal comes first to mind. It's just how to get there. And smaller steps are indeed the way to do so. So, you keep taking care of yourself. You keep succeeding. And I will be doing the same right along with you. As always, I commemorate these podcasts with a shot and this podcast is no different well, maybe a little bit different considering that it's been nearly a month since i've done this podcast 
But this is to episode 44 of the Frankly Speaking on Friday's podcast. Here is to you, dear listener. Here is to me, asshole in a room with a microphone, and to the FSOF podcast. Uh, why? Why, why did I pick Bacardi Black? Oh, well. So, you must be asking yourself, where the hell have I been? Well, let me rewind the clock for you just a little bit, all right? The last episode that I posted, which is at least I can find on my YouTube channel, which, by the way, these podcasts are found not only on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, but my YouTube channel, my gamer channel of Fapism. Yes, Fapism. That is my channel name and not a sexual innuendo, I promise. The last podcast may as well have been a month ago. It came out August 6, 2022. And let me tell you what has transpired since that podcast. Well, the week was going fine as, um, yeah, that Saturday and Sunday, the 6th and the 7th, um, that was going fine. Monday the 8th through Thursday the 11th was also going fine. Maybe a little bit of the average here in the office. And then on Friday, something transpired, which was alarming to me as well as to my co-workers and I will not go into detail just because there is no need for it. What resulted in uh, f that Friday, the 12th, Saturday and Sunday led to Monday the 15th where I as well as my roommate Shelbyst also known as Shelby, we were let go simultaneously of both of our positions, rendering one household unemployed and one fell swoop. The reason being is just because of that game of telephone, essentially. You know the one that you played back in the day, where the teacher whispered something into someone's ear and then it just got carried around from student to student all the way till the very end where they are said, hey, what was whispered to you? And it was completely different than what the teacher said. So what happened to us and resulted in our terminations. So Friday, the 12th, just didn't feel like it was good enough to do a podcast just because there was a lot of confusion and emotion being strewed about. Come the 19th, I wasn't sure. I was still processing what had happened. And so I didn't feel comfortable being able to put into words what has happened. I suppose I could have come on and said a couple of things like, hey, so something has happened. I'm not ready to talk about. Sure, I could have done that. But at the same time, I would have been distracted the entire time. I wouldn't have been able to convey and bring forth to you the podcast that I would want to. And while I was still sifting through and doing this and that, 
the following week, you know, the 22nd through the 26th, it was a busy week for me. Reason being was on Monday, I drove to Illinois and I was, I heard back from the agency of the last audition that I did, which was on the, um, what was that? That was the 30th of July. I received a call back from them to my chagrin and they wanted me to go and meet them at their Chicago office. So I drove up and was finally able to schedule a time for that interview. So I drove up on Monday, the 22nd of August, and I hung out with my family, caught up a little bit. My mother, momism, made me delicious, or all of us rather, delicious homemade egg rolls. And I actually sat down at a table with my entire immediate family. You know, momism, dadism, broism, sisism, uh... Uh, a brother-in-law-ism and nephew-isms, because there's three of them. And we all were able to just sit down and talk. On Tuesdays, when I drove to Chicago, and I had my interview, which I thought was going to last four hours, but then it only lasted about <laughs> 10 or 15. <laughs> so then I drove back to Indiana. And then uh, the rest of that week, I had two interviews. When I came home... Uh, Monday the 15th uh, after collecting my things from the office and driving home I immediately came up to my studio and I started applying and I got a couple of nibbles had a couple of interviews and one of them has stuck and I am indeed employed again I will be beginning my job on the following Tuesday the 6th of this month rather so it all worked out for me. Shelby is still having complications. And I am going to assist her with all that to the best of my ability. But all this has led to the prolongation of this podcast and it coming out. Just because there's a lot of... Like I said before, it was just a lot of confusion, a lot of emotions, a lot of processing, a lot of understanding, attempting to. <laughs> and I guess just... I don't know. I, I was even still hesitant to do the podcast today. But I knew that it needed to be done. And I've filtered enough and processed enough to be able to convey into words this much without doing any specific details. And of course, this is only my side of things. Every story, every conflict has two sides. In this case, there's about five or six, but this is my side and what I have been able to process. So it's a shame it is what it is. I have moved on, I have accumulated another job, but now I am fearful of getting fired immediately from this job. And a part of me wonders if office work is even good for me or not. But I have to do what I have to do. 
And having an office job and having a sales job is what's going to be able to pay the bills and support me as of right now, since the voice acting, narration, auditioning thing still hasn't really picked up. And a part of that is my fault, I understand that. I haven't been doing and setting aside enough projects. I've been focusing all of my time with these end-of-the-month auditions that my agent has been putting forth, which is great. It's been leading to callbacks here or there, but it has not been leading to gigs and jobs and something which will pay. Which is also a shame, because... Uh, just reasons which I have already stipulated upon the podcast. So, that, my dear listeners, is why the podcast hasn't been out in a month. Just a lot of life, a lot of thinking, and a lot of attempts to recover. Mostly mentally. Um... I'm thankful and happy that when I did apply for my jobs that I did get some nibbles. I did have those interviews and I was able to secure a job. But it's unfortunate, all in all. So, with that said, and with my generation and how we think, when it comes to jobs, when it comes to, I suppose, just life in general. When it comes to these things, there's certain processes which we take for granted and for liberty. Thinking about things perhaps a little too much can be of a detriment. And I suppose that's why I climbed into a little bit of a hole, just thinking too much about it. Not letting the dog lie as it was, just shrugging my shoulders and moving on. But that's not how I do. I am indeed a very analytical individual. To my own detriment or not, that's just how I am. But I went and I thought about this and I thought about the current job market, how it is. How my generation and younger don't really see eye-to-eye eye with older generations and when it comes to jobs, when it comes to being let go from a job, when it comes to resigning from a job, when it comes to job hunting and job selection. Why would we work for something which is not going to support us? Why would we work for an employer who is not going to you know, properly support or care about us, not only as an employee, but as a human being as well? And I say that as a blanketed statement. That is not what happened to me and my previous employer. But it has happened to many others. And it has happened to me with previous jobs. And I know it has happened with Shelby. She could describe to you so many times when she was employed by someone who just didn't care for her as she is, as a human, as a person. So, I'm not sure if this will help anyone, but every so often, when it comes to situations like this, when it comes to life, eventually we do come across being let go, being fired, being terminated, 
budget cuts and you get a part of that. So I went to one of the biggest websites in order to find jobs, which is Indeed.com. And I found something which was initially published October, excuse me, October 22nd, 2020, but it was updated in February of 2021. And the article is titled 20 things you should do after getting fired. And I felt not only was this appropriate because of my recent termination a few weeks ago and Shelby's, but in general, you go through getting let go and you're, you just think to yourself, my God, what do I do? It's just a flurry of emotions and thoughts and nothing is truly organized other than shit. <laughs> you just think to yourself, shit, because now you're thinking about, you know, why did this happen? You're thinking about, well, what am I going to do? What about finances? How much food do I have right now? Do I have a drink in hand? <laughs> um, yeah, how's the liquor cabinet? You, just, just so much goes through your mind. And I'm hoping that this article, which of course is in the description below, as always, so that you can reference and that you can hear me say to you, hopefully if this happens to you, in the future, or you're going through it right now, maybe this will help. Maybe this will convey to you some sort of guidance, maybe a little bit of relief, maybe hopefully stimulation to be able to better your current standing of employment. But we'll see. So this is what they write. This is by the Indeed editorial team. Uh, let's see, there's a little bit of a precursor. The Indeed editorial team comprises a diverse and talented team of writers, researchers, and subject matter experts equipped with Indeed's data and insights to deliver useful tips to help guide your career journey. Wow, that was PR fluff if I ever heard it. <laughs> it may or may not be entirely appropriate, but I'm going to have another one of these Bacardis, so excuse me. Ugh, nope. Nope, still bad raw. You would think after the second one, it'd be like, oh, okay, I'm used to it, let's go. No, still bad raw. So, this is what the Indeed editorial team writes. <clears throat> after you get fired, it can be difficult to determine what your next step should be, especially if it was unexpected. Though a termination can be discouraging, there are plenty of things you can do to ensure that the next chapter of your career is a success. In this article, we explain the steps you should take after getting fired, including what to do right away, after several weeks, and when applying or interviewing for a new job. So, what to do immediately after you get fired. Here are some of the first steps you should take after getting fired. Number one, remain calm. Regardless of the situation, it's imperative. Imperative. 
uh, that you leave the company in a professional and respectful manner. Aside from making a good impression on your employer, it always showcases a level of integrity to your colleagues that you could follow Excuse me. It always showcases a level of integrity to your colleagues that could follow you throughout your career. After all, you may find yourself working with some of these individuals again in the future. Number two, figure out the cause. It's important that you determine whether you were fired for cause or for a specific reason. Some common reasons that people are terminated for cause include... Some common reasons that people are terminated for cause include cause for cause for cause include some common reasons that people are terminated for cause include interesting uh, stealing failing a drug test repeated tardiness having a bad attitude misusing company time if you were laid off that would mean that the company terminated you for reasons outside of your control, such as downsizing. It's essential to know the difference and the reason for your termination because it dramatically changes the things that you can reasonably expect from your employer. Number three, learn what you can expect regarding your benefits and owed compensation. Depending on the cause of your termination, you might be able to negotiate a severance. Severance pay is commonly offered during layoffs, but employers aren't required to provide it. Aside from learning what you can expect regarding your compensation, you also discuss the possibility of extending your benefits, namely health insurance, as you look for another job. You should uh, try to talk about these things before you sign any documents or non-disclosure agreements. If the company expects you to sign documents that you have difficulty understanding, you can hire an employee attorney that can guide you through them. These professionals are especially helpful if you feel that you were wrongfully terminated. You may have a case if you were filed for illegal, uh, fired for illegal reasons like whistleblowing or discrimination, or if the organization violated one of their policies. I will say this much. Uh, being familiar with insurance and health insurance, at least within the state of Indiana, and I believe this is nationwide, don't quote me, but at least within the state of Indiana, if you are terminated from a job which offers and you signed on to their, uh, their health insurance, there is a convergence period. And what that means is that you have, after your date of ter uh, termination, you have 30 days after that date where the health insurance is still in effect. However, there are one or two options which will happen with that health, ins health insurance after those 30 days. Option one, is that you do nothing with it and it's severed and it's gone and you don't have health insurance anymore. Option two is that you can convert that plan into your own individual health insurance policy. The problem with that is that while you can do that, you have to pay a larger amount of premium just because the company gets a very heavily discounted amount because it's for the company and all of its employees. Once it goes and switches into an individual policy, those premiums rack up. Thing number two, 
you may, I'm a little hazy on this because I got my life and health insurances uh, policies last year, but you may have to undergo a health exam to ensure uh, in order to be able to have insurability. So in the company, when you sign on to their health insurance policies, they will just take you regardless of previous conditions and regardless of age. When you go and take it on as an individual policy, all of that now has to be factored with that company, which is why premiums increase because now they're considering your age and they also will increase because, okay, as you as an individual to us as an insurance company, what is your risk of us covering you? So it is best to find a job and sign on to their health insurance policy as quickly as possible. The other thing that comes along with this, as far as health insurance goes, if you do get terminated, this is where having a life insurance policy outside of the company on your own becomes very helpful. Because in times of need, when you are laid off, you can tap in if it has cash value accumulating with it alongside with the death benefit. You can tap into that in addition to a couple of other riders, which can be alongside your uh, life insurance policy, which I won't get into right now just because... There's no one here to ask questions about what the hell I'm talking about. But there are things that you can create for yourself right now to help buffer unemployment. And that's all I'll say. So, continuing on. Number four, ask for references. If you're being laid off or you're still on good terms with the employer, getting a letter of reference from one of your... Managers can be extremely useful. Having a reference from a previous place of employment that you were fired from can show future employers that despite the circumstances, you are a valuable asset. Number five, determine if you're eligible for unemployment benefits. Unemployment provides you with a modest income so that you can pay your living expenses as you look for another job. Unless you were let go for misconduct, you could still qualify for unemployment. Regardless, Check your state's Labor Department website to find the requirements and see if, see if and when you can apply for these benefits. It can take a fair amount of time before you receive unemployment, so you should apply as soon as you can. Number six, know your rights. Your employee contract gives you certain rights and outlines when, how, and for what reasons the company can let you go. You can determine your employee rights by examining your contract and the requirements for the state you live in. So, the next segment of this article is entitled, What to Do Within a Few Weeks of Getting Fired. There are some key steps that you should take in the first couple of weeks after you've been fired, such as, 1. Set aside time to process. You're likely going to need some time to mourn losing your job, which is completely understandable. Relax and reflect on the experience so you can process your feelings. Just make sure that you limit your grieving period to a few days. Number two, take care of your physical and emotional health. 
By remaining active, you can encourage feelings of strength and confidence that is essential during a job search. Prioritize your well-being during this time and exercise daily. Well, I'll tell you right forth, I did not do that. Excuse me. <laughs> Request honest feedback is number three. Getting fired is usually a good opportunity for some self-reflection. Ask trusted former co-workers for honest feedback regarding your strengths and weaknesses. After speaking with a few people, try to identify certain patterns or themes that you can le uh, learn and grow from. Number four, work on your resume. Start preparing your resume for job applications by adding details from your most recent position. In addition to noting your experience, you should also add any skills that you gained in your last role. You might consider creating a completely new document if you haven't uploaded your resume for a long time. Number five, update your social media profiles. Aside from updating your resume, you should also make sure that your professional and personal profiles are up to date and optimize for the job search. Many hiring managers check these profiles when reviewing candidates, so you can make sure that you're making a positive impression, presenting a professional image, blah, blah, blah. Something else that they don't put on here is that, you know, along with social media interactions, don't put on there your firing. You can say, yeah, unfortunately things happened, I am now currently unemployed and searching for a new job. Do not give details as to what happened and why on social media for this exact reason. They check this shit. If you bitch about why you did, got on him, uh, you were fired. They're going to see that you're a whiny little bitch and they're not going to want you. So deal with that on your own time, but do not vent that to the world. Number six, start looking for new opportunities. Explore industries and roles that you're interested in pursuing to find out if they are if there are any openings. You can download the Indeed app to get easy access to job postings from anywhere. Additionally, you can turn on job alerts so you can blah, 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 Indeed stuff. This podcast and this specific episode is not sponsored by anyone, nor Indeed. I just thought that the article was of good interest. Number seven, contact your professional network. In many cases, your network can be a great place to find prospective job opportunities. You can message former coworkers to find out if they know of any open positions. Addition additionally, you could begin expanding your network by attending industry events and scheduling informational interviews. Unless you're asked directly, you can refrain from mentioning to your contacts that you were fired from your last position. Number eight, compose a thank you email. Sending an email thanking your former supervisor for the opportunity to work alongside them is a great way to demonstrate your professionalism and make a lasting impression that could benefit you in the future. You may find that your career path crosses theirs again one day. In your thank you email, make sure that you express gratitude and keep the lines of communication open by offering your help if they ever need it in the future. Here's an example of an effective written thank you email that could send that you could send after getting fired. 
Oh boy. Let's see. Uh, dear so-and-so, I want to reach out to thank you for the opportunity to work at Craft Corporation and the experience I gained during my time there. I learned so much in my position department, and I know that the skills I gained there will benefit me throughout my career. If there's anything I can do to assist you moving forward, please don't hesitate to ask. Until then, I wish you all the best. Sincerely, you or whomever. Number nine, consider getting a temporary job. Getting a side gig as you look for something more permanent can expose you to new skills and experience that might benefit your job search. It can also be a great way to expand your network and gain exposure to potential employers. Additionally, it shows hiring managers that you are ambitious when they ask you what you have been doing in an interview. Number 10, continue learning. As you look for a new opportunity, you have the time to grow your knowledge, skills, and expertise. You can bolster your resume and marketability by developing your professional skills through things like reading books, taking online classes, or even going back to school. And that's the end of that segment. The last segment, which has the final four tips, is entitled Tips for Addressing Being Laid Off in a Cover Letter and Interview. As you re-enter the job market, you are likely to have to discuss your recent termination. Here are some tips for navigating the hiring process after you get fired. Number one, be truthful. When asked why you were fired, make sure that you answer honestly and objectively. You can demonstrate your professionalism maturity by calmly explaining the circumstances that led to you being let go. Number two, stay positive. Focus on remaining calm and positive as you address any questions by your previous employer. The hiring manager is likely assessing whether you would be a positive addition to their organization, so it's imperative that you answer questions thoughtfully and respectfully. Number three, keep it simple. The employer wants to gain insight into the circumstances, but you can keep your response as concise as possible by simply presenting the basic facts. And number four, highlight what you learned. You can reframe the experience. Yeah, reframe the experience by focusing on the things that you learned from it and then refocusing the conversation on your experience and skills. And that last, last segment, the last four tips, um, especially number one, being truthful. The job that I have recently acquired, I was 100% truthful from my point of view. And I guess they took it as they did, and they still found me to be trustworthy and qualified for the position, and they decided to hire me on. I did learn many things uh, from my previous position. And I am thankful for that. Uh, but the things that I will carry with me into this next job partially goes against my personality, but it is what it is. I now have to um, adapt to office jobs, especially now cu currently knowing a little bit better my current boss and my coworkers. It is... Um, Excuse me. It's going to be different. And um, I don't know for better. I don't know for worse. But we'll find out.
So hopefully those 20 tips helped you in some way, shape, or form. Again, if you need to reread this article, it is in the description below. And I hope that if you are in that position of being fired and being let go, that you are able to, um, you're able to find something better and you're able to recover, not only just financially and employment wise, but just also mentally and emotionally. Um, cause it's, it's a lot and I understand that. Uh, being let go unexpectedly is not great. And uh, there was only a couple of times within my own life that I was actually let go. The first time was from my first job as a cashier at TJ Maxx. I turned in my two weeks just because it wasn't working out with my high school schedule. It wasn't working out with me being a musician, having to perform concerts, having to have them ignore my requests because I put in too many requests off because I was that active in high school. They're like, well, you put in too many requests off. We can't do all of them. I'm a student in high school with a lot of obligations. You need to respect that. And they did not. So after so many write-ups, I'm like, this is not going to work. I need to get out of here. I submitted my two weeks. And I went in, when I went in for um, my last day, I went to sign in and punch in. And my credentials were locked or not found or whatever. So I go to my boss. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to punch in for my last day. It's not working. It's like, oh, well, uh, you were terminated. They never let me know. Not a call. Nothing. How was I supposed to know? So I called my mom like, hey, turn back around, please. I guess I'm not working. I was terminated. Uh, even though I put in my two weeks. That boss was an ass anyway, so all for the better. The other time that I was terminated or let go was at the radio station during my undergraduate degree. That was just because of budget cuts. Uh, they looked at their part-time and full-time employees. They saw that I was coming towards, you know, I was about to begin the last year uh, or last semester of my undergraduate studies. And they're like, you know, what do you plan on doing? I'm like, well, I'm going to go and get my master's degree. Is it going to be here? No. Well, we got to give you the pink slip because we got to make certain cuts, which is a shame. I tell you what, signing off on my last broadcast, that was, that was emotional. I miss that job. I miss being on radio. That was a lot of fun. But it is what it is. And then this last termination, that's what got me the most, obviously, since it's been a month since I've done the podcast. But to me, I was just feeling as if I was settling in. I felt as if, okay, I'm good. This is long lasting. There's been some hiccups here or there, but they've been discussed. They've been worked through. I was getting to know the clientele. And then it's gone. And that's just a part of life. Not everything lasts. 
So when it doesn't, understand why that happened, process why that happened, and move on to better things. My goals have not changed. The job that I have uh, acquired is just for the sake of, of money, for stability. There is a career path here, of course, of course. Insurance is a career for many people who have lived many successful lives and supported their families and themselves. But that's not what's for me. I see myself still as a creator, someone who needs that creative outlet. And I still feel that. While music is a great creative outlet, uh, I feel that I would gain better happiness and satisfaction through my voice acting and through narration. So, while the circumstances and the employer is different, the goals are still the same. So you'll still hear me bitching about voice acting, narration, and auditions on this podcast. But just know that this is what has happened. And I am moving forward. And if this happens to you, I hope that you're able to hopefully replicate exactly what I did. Because I was able to get a different job in about two weeks. And, um... Hopefully it's, it will be a good fit. So, with that said, that is the podcast. Um, it is short. I will do my best to get back onto this with something a little more upbeat. Something... Uh, thing about things, next week's podcast might not be upbeat, uh, but... We'll see what next week's podcast will be. It is very circumstantial. There will be another podcast. It just depends on what the subject matter will be. With that said, thank you for listening. And apologies again for the absence. The podcast is found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and YouTube at FAPISM. You can email the podcast at fsofpodcast at gmail.com. Send in topics of interest, uh, topics of suggestion, articles of interest. Just say hello, fsofpodcast at gmail.com. And as I always say, keep practicing no matter what it is, so long it doesn't hurt you or anyone else. Keep practicing. And what I have been practicing, and I hope you do too, dear listener is perseverance. No matter what you are going through, you can surpass it, overcome it, and become stronger as a result of your experience. Just handle it maturely and you will be able to thrive. So, with that said, thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. Until next time. Au revoir.